Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your coach, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Hello from London. So if you didn't hear my update from my last episode, I have been busy creating social media content for you all again. And now, of course, on the topic of romantic relationships, you can go and follow me at Letitia Ringe on TikTok and on Instagram, as well as Facebook, so that you can see all my new informative and valuable and sometimes funny content on the topic of relationships. I'd love to see you over there. Now, today we are going to speak about conscious dating. And I am very excited to be talking about this topic because dating is so much fun, especially when you do it consciously and especially when you understand how to approach the process. So that's what I'm going to help you find out in today's episode. I'm very, very, very good at conscious dating. And I'm going to share five tips that are going to help you with your conscious dating experience right now. So if you are dating or if you know any friends who are dating right now, please pass on this episode because it will provide them with a totally different perspective to dating that will have them not settling for less than they desire and stepping into the conscious partnership that they truly crave. I'm also going to share with you some details about the mindset shifts you need to make in order to approach the dating process consciously. We will be diving deeper into that in the second half of the episode, and I highly recommend you spend some time really listening to what I share there, because when you make these changes in the way that you think about dating, it will create really incredible, mind-blowing results, just like they have for me every single time. So I know if you're dating right now, you might be feeling like you're in scarcity mode. You might be feeling frustrated or avoidant or even desperate, maybe sad, hopeless, trapped, overwhelmed. That's what many people tell me they feel through the dating process. The way that you'll feel after today's episode is clear, hopeful, excited, relaxed, and even curious about just how amazing the dating process can actually be. So let me first start with two stories. I want to share with you about my experiences with dating in 2011 and in 2022. These are the two periods in my life where I have dated and in both phases, I have approached dating consciously. Thankfully, back in 2011, I had just been introduced to manifestation. I had watched The Secret. My mom had taken me through a very specific relationship course to do in order to attract a romantic partner. Through that process, I learned about becoming aware of and healing relationship patterns. I also learned the power of consciously committing to what I truly wanted in a relationship and learning from my previous relationships in order to get that information. I loved taking myself through this process and practicing what I had learned about manifestation. 
At that stage in my journey, I had been in a five-year relationship and spent the last three years of that relationship breaking up and then getting back together. It was absolute hell. (laughs) So when I was at that point in my journey, taking myself through this conscious relationship process, I knew I did not ever want to experience that again. And I wanted to work out why I had created a romantic relationship where that was happening. Through that process of actually allowing myself to look at and take ownership for the relationship I'd previously created, I was able to identify what I truly wanted in my next relationship and what I really needed to thrive in a relationship. In November of 2011, I started dating and I dated one person probably for about six dates. I met this person at a pub. (laughs) And then in January of 2012, I met my next partner who I ended up with for 10 years. This man matched every single thing that I absolutely wanted in a romantic partner. I was mind blown. I couldn't believe my luck. I couldn't believe how incredible this man was and how he met all of the things that I decided I really wanted and needed from a romantic relationship. We created a wonderful romantic relationship together. And over those 10 years, we both evolved so much. I was a lawyer when I was in that relationship with him. He was a lawyer too. We bonded over that. And then we both aligned with our purpose and got into personal development, health and wellness, and all of these wonderful things during the journey of our relationship. And then so much so that A couple of years ago, we decided that perhaps our paths weren't aligned anymore and maybe we were going to break up, which ultimately we did. So that took me to 2022, where I was now in the same position. I took myself through the same process. I looked at the relationship patterns I had in my previous relationship that I did not want to repeat. And then I also looked at what I had learned from that relationship about what I most wanted and needed. And then I got clear on what it was that I wanted in my next relationship. So that in July of 2022, I started dating again. And then by September of 2022, I had met the man that I'm now in a relationship with who meets all of the desires that I had, which all felt very, very niche because by this stage in my own life journey, I know a lot about myself and what I want. And the relationship I was previously in was great on so many levels. So I knew that this next relationship needed to be extraordinary. I was not able to settle on anything because if I did, I would have ended up in a very similar relationship to the one I had left. And I knew that we had broken up for a reason. I went on four dates and it was on the fourth date that I met the man that I'm now in a relationship with. In both cases, in 2011 and in 2022, I knew that I would meet my partner in a matter of weeks. And so I did. In both cases, the process was fun and exciting and I came at it through a place of certainty I was relaxed. I knew the person was out there. I knew that we were going to meet each other. I knew that I was going to be in a relationship with a person who met all of my deepest desires. I came at it from a place of abundance, not from a place of scarcity. And we'll talk more about that later in today's episode. 
Now, the reason my experience in both examples in my life, one from 2011 and the second from 2022, the reason that both of these experiences in dating were so straightforward, simple, relaxed, easy and fun was because of the way I approached the experience. It was because of what you're going to learn in this episode. And it was also due to taking myself through the exact process that I have shared with you in episode 189, which is all about healing from a broken heart. And in episode 191, which is all about being consciously single and what I'm sharing in today's episode. When you take the time to do the inner reflections and realignment that is required of you to embody the version of yourself that you need to be in order to step into the relationship that you most desire, you will stop settling for less than you deserve in love and start living as an extraordinary example of what a relationship can actually look like. The first tip I have for you is knowing what you want. (laughs) It is so important that you know what you want from your next relationship so that you can stop settling, stop settling for less than you desire. Now, knowing what you want means that you've got to be aware of what you want And the way that we become aware of what we want is through actually asking ourselves the questions of what do I want? But it's not that simple. It's hard to be clear about what we want. That's why so many people in all different areas of life are saying, I don't know what I want. It doesn't, it's not that simple. And the reason for that is there's a reason why we won't answer those questions honestly with ourselves. There's a reason why we're not radically honest with others, nor are we radically honest with ourselves. And that's because we are scared that we can't actually have the things that we want. And it's the same in relationships relationships. When you actually know what you want, which means you let yourself admit the things that you actually want, this will allow you to start creating the relationship you desire and stop settling once and for all. So my recommendation is that you get really, really honest. You can even approach this through a lens of play. Let's just see what comes up when I think about what it is I want from a relationship and then just see what your answers are. When you know what you want, that's when your point of attraction is so magnetic. The person will show up because you will be able to see them. And when you don't know what you want, they could be right there in front of you, but you don't know that that's what you want. And so you don't see them. You don't recognize them. The person that you could be in your next relationship with could be someone that you've crossed paths with yesterday, today, tomorrow. And unless you are aware of what it is you're looking for, you're not going to be able to see them. So it can be helpful to go through the past relationship patterns that you have been facing and to look at why they aren't serving you and why you're attracting them so that you can start to get clear on what it is you actually want from your relationships. This is why it's an actual entire process to go through 
just to get clarity on what you want. You'll remember in my transformation process, step number two is about clarity. But in order to get to clarity, we have to go through step number one, which is all about awareness. And awareness is one of the uh, biggest pieces of the process and the part that most of us overlook. We aren't aware of where we are right now. We aren't aware of what the patterns are that we have been Uh, facing in all of our relationships and in our life. And we're trying to skip to step number two to clarity so that we can move into the next chapter, but we're not even aware of what's keeping us where we are in the first place. So if this seems challenging for you, there's a reason for that. Not many people are doing step number one, and that's what I'm recommending that you do. You've got to be aware of what your past relationship patterns are in order to get clear on what you actually want. Now, I've shared information in those uh, previous two episodes that I shared that will help you with this. And if you want more help on this, that is where coaching with me is going to be incredibly valuable. So the first step is know what you want And that involves allowing yourself to actually answer that with radical honesty and admit that that is what you want. And that's going to give you a clear point of attraction. The second step is to follow your inspiration. Now, I don't know about you, but I had and I know lots of my friends have a lot of judgment about dating online and dating on inverted commas, the apps, (laughs) close inverted commas. Now, I highly recommend that rather than making any judgments about where you're going to meet the person, you instead are open to how you're going to meet them. In manifestation, which is just how we create with the universe, we don't focus on the how. We focus on what we want and we allow the how to be revealed. The how will be revealed one step at a time, one day at a time even. So you want to be tuning in and asking yourself, like, what is, what is, how am I inspired to move forward on this particular goal of mine today? And then follow that inspiration. If you're telling yourself, I'm not going to go on the apps, I'm just simply not doing it. I'm never going to meet them there. X, Y, Z. These are all stories. And so that's exactly what you're going to create for yourself. But if you want to be open to meeting the person as quickly as possible, then you need to remain open to all avenues. I said that I'm not going to meet this person on an app. I'm going to meet them like out in regular life because that used to work and it still does. And then guess what? I met them on the apps. And also guess what? I had a lot of fun being on the apps (laughs) once I gave myself the opportunity to do that. So follow your inspiration and be careful about who you talk to. You want to remove all input and noise from other people. And the reason for that is you need to go within. You need to trust your own inspiration, trust your own judgment. Everybody will be telling you about how it happened for them and what to do and what not to do. But if you're getting an impulse to go on a particular app or to go to a particular place or to call a particular friend, follow that because you have that inspiration for a reason. So inspiration is going to come from your inner voice, right? It's going to come from your intuition. You're going to get this knowing and you want to follow that. The shoulds are the things that you want to avoid. And that's why I say remove the input and the noise and go within rather than getting your recommendations about the how from other people. 
I remember when I arrived in London last year, I came to London for a couple of weeks for a visit. And this is where I met my partner. And uh, up until that point with the two people I dated previously, I had used the app Hinge. And I really quite enjoyed Hinge. I found it really easy to be on there. And I, I just enjoyed being on there. When I arrived in London, and I had a look at like <laughs> who, who was in the market in London. I felt really overwhelmed and like I was looking for a needle in a haystack. I thought, wow, I'm never going to meet the person that I'm looking for on here based on what I'm seeing. And I knew that that was right. And so I stopped going on Hinge and I waited until I got inspiration to uh, take another step. And then that's when I actually used an app called The Pattern, which is an astrology app. And I had been told about it through a dating coach friend of mine who had met her partner on it. And I suddenly remembered about The Pattern. So I went on, I put up my profile and then I saw the people that they um, had matched me with. And the second profile I saw was the man that is my boyfriend. And it was just so incredibly aligned. And I knew he was someone I wanted to meet immediately. Now, with every time I went on the apps, it was always the first or second person's profile that I saw that I was interested in and that I went on. uh, I dated three people in my whole dating process. So they were always the second or third profile. And I just had an inclination to connect with them. And I didn't talk to many other people outside of those three people on the apps. And the reason for that is I knew that the person would cross my path and that I would know who to reach out to. Sometimes there was a little bit of doubt because my mind would then get in, get in and be like, oh, why am I contacting this person? But seeing their profile, something like pulled me. And so I contacted them. So trust and follow your own inspiration and don't let your mind's judgments limit you. Now, my third tip is to consciously communicate what it is that you want. I recommend you do this in any way that you can. So for instance, if you're finding yourself on a dating app, then you're going to build a dating profile. Be polarizing. Consciously communicate what it is you're looking for and what it is you're not looking for if that's relevant. Be polarizing. Just like in marketing in a business, we want to speak to the person we're attracting, Okay, so we want to speak in language that they understand and speak only to them. That is what cuts through the noise. So when I'm writing my dating profile, I'm not thinking about everybody on the dating platform. I'm thinking about the person that I know that I am wanting to attract and I'm speaking only to them. So I use polarizing language. For instance, in my last uh, example of dating in 2022, the dating profile that I created, I used language like conscious relationship, emotional awareness, personal development and purpose, uh, freedom to live and work from wherever you please. All of these were important values for me in order to attract the person that I knew I wanted to attract. So I didn't want to be open and and not be polarizing because I knew that these were important things uh, in t- because of the work I'd done on myself to get that information. And so I was able to include that on my profile. You can also practice this conscious communication in the conversations that you're having with friends. When they ask you what you're looking for in a relationship and you feel safe to share it with those particular people, 
practice consciously communicating what it is you want. This is a courageous step that shows the universe that you're serious. Every conversation I was having with friends and people I was meeting along my travels, I was saying, this is what I want, this is who I want, and this is what I'm calling in. Now, a lot of people had different responses. That's not going to be possible. You're looking for something too specific. You need to be more open. But I knew that that is exactly what I wanted, and I'd done the work to be able to identify that, and I knew that the person was out there because I was coming from a place of abundance. And so I was able to meet that sort of feedback and just leave it with them as a reflection of them rather than me. However, sometimes you're going to be in more of a sensitive place during this time, a vulnerable place. So I really recommend that you choose who you share what you want with wisely because people coming from a place of protection for you will come from a fear-based place to try to stop you from being in pain. And what they don't realize is that they're actually just limiting you. So practice conscious communication where you can, but be mindful of who you're sharing it with. And also note that this is you practicing a conscious relationship principle. One of the principles in conscious relationships is conscious communication. This is where you communicate honestly. And the only way you can truly be honest is if you're aware of what it is you want and what your thoughts and feelings are on a particular subject. We'll talk more about conscious communication in a later episode, but this is your opportunity to start practicing a conscious relationship principle that you will ultimately want to have in your relationship with your partner. Okay, now my fourth tip for you is to treat the dating process as a self-discovery process for you. So you'll start the dating process and you'll know what you know about what it is you want from your next relationship. As you go on each date and as you date a new person, you will learn from that experience. You will learn more about what you like and what you don't like. And then you can use that information to get closer and closer to the person that you want. Now, to do that, I recommend that you spend more time, a lot more time, focusing on what you did like. So after every single date that I went on through my dating process in 2022, I had a note on my phone and I wrote down what it is I liked about the experience I just had. So even though I would note in my mind mentally what I didn't like about the experience I had, I would treat that as enough awareness and instead focus on the things that I did like. And that was so that I would keep attracting more of what I actually liked rather than focusing even evenly or more on what I didn't like, because I knew that was likely to bring more of that into my experience. And my fifth and final tip for you is to be careful of assumptions that you make about red flags. The reason for this is most of the advice in dating and relationship coaching is focused on avoiding people who show signs that are red flags. I believe that we've all become so overly focused on red flags that we are now way too quick to assume that someone has a red flag before we actually give them the space to show us. 
I almost made this mistake myself in my own dating uh, examples. And I almost missed being with my partner as a result of this. So sometimes we want to avoid the things that we think are red flags. So we're looking for them instead of looking for all of the green flags. So we become so overly focused on the red flags that when we think about this person, that's all we see and we don't give them the opportunity to show the full picture. So my recommendation is to be really open and to be really trusting and just get to know the person, be open to getting to know them before you make judgments about them. Get to know them over a few dates or even more dates before you make those judgments because it could be that they just say something and you don't ask any questions to find out more about what they've said. So you make an assumption about what they've said rather than getting the full picture. It could be that they're just nervous and they say, something that doesn't actually reflect what they actually mean and then their behavior shows something different and if you cut them off really quickly you'll miss all of that and what's really funny I was talking to one of my friends about her dating experience recently and she said Letitia I'm the red flag (laughs) and we found that so hilarious and you know someone dating her could immediately cut her off as a red flag but if they actually were open to get to know her then they would realize that the red flag actually isn't a red flag. So you want to be careful about doing this yourself and I think whenever we've got really popular topics in personal development what can happen is that we become so overly focused on those that we start like putting people into those buckets rather than actually just getting to know the person in front of the in front of us. And in my case, I realized that I was truly looking for red flags and my mind wanted to look also to the things that didn't go well in, on a date rather than the things that did or rather than focusing on the green flags because it was trying to protect me. And what it was really protecting me from was uh, feeling hurt if I, if I was disappointed that this this didn't work out, but that protection was stopping me from actually being able to get to know these people. So really be careful of that and focus on what is going well, and really make sure that you're looking for green flags just as much as you're looking for red flags. And be careful about making assumptions. I think that that's probably the most important advice I can give you. Now, finally, I want to share with you some details about the mindset shifts that you need to make in order to approach dating consciously. So remember that when we talk about conscious relationships, we're really talking about the way you approach relationships. It's coming from love versus fear, and it's also coming from a place of awareness rather than not being aware. So let me show you what it looks like to approach dating from an unconscious place. And many of you will resonate with what I'm going to share here. It's very common. And then I'm going to share with you an example of what it would look like to come from a conscious place. This is going to help you know where you need to start rejigging and shifting your mindset towards so that you can approach the dating process consciously. And that's where magic actually happens. So unconscious thoughts, feelings, behavior, and results look like this. 
I'll never meet someone like this. When I say like this, I mean whatever the picture is of what you want. If you're thinking I'll never meet someone like this, you're probably feeling hopeless right now, maybe even despair. And then of course you're not taking any steps to find them, right? Maybe you're focusing more on red flags or all the things that aren't going well or all the reasons why you can't have what you want. And you're talking to people about all of that. And then you're guaranteeing that you won't meet the person that you desire as a result. You might also think a thought like, I don't know where to find them. And then you feel confused or you feel overwhelmed. And then instead of noticing the opportunities as they arise or going within and asking your intuition to give you the next step, instead, you're not taking any of those steps. And again, you're guaranteeing that you won't meet the person you want. So can you see how this is coming from an unconscious fear-based place? This is how it looks to show up through the dating process through a lens of scarcity, which is what fear is. But the lens that we want to come at is from love, which is abundance. And the reason we want to do that is because that's the truth of the universe. There are billions of people in the world. And whatever you desire, you desire it for a reason because that person is out there. Just like when you desire a new opportunity in your work or a new health life, the opportunity is out there. You just have to be aware that that's what you want and then you'll start seeing it and then you'll start creating it. It's the same with relationships. The person that you want is out there. And when you start telling yourself a new story that allows for that, you will start actually creating that relationship. It seems like it's magic, but it's really just that you then are able to be aware when that opportunity shows up in front of you, which it will. So conscious thoughts, feelings, behavior, and results look like this. I'm a catch and I've just entered the market. People are going to be so excited to see me there. Now, this is actually a thought that I had. (laughs) In 2022, when I re-entered the dating market, I like to kind of think of it like Bridgerton. (laughs) And so I was finding it so funny to think about I'm entering back into the market and I haven't been on the market for 10 years, but I'm like a diamond of the season. I'm a catch. I've got an amazing business. I'm an incredible coach. I'm a beautiful woman. I know what I want. And All of these people who are looking for a relationship right now are going to see this new beautiful diamond on the market and they're going to be so excited that I'm there. And that's literally the energy that I showed up in and truly believed, which of course is coming from a place of abundance. So as you know, if you show up in that sort of energy, that's exactly the experience I'm reinforcing for myself, which is exactly why I had the experience that I had. That allowed me to feel excited. It also made me feel certain and it allowed me to take the steps I needed to meet the person that I was ready to meet and to show up for the experience from a place of fun, which guaranteed that I would meet the person that I wanted. 
Another thought that you could think is, I know exactly what I want. That generates a feeling of certainty and clarity. And then that allows you to notice what steps you need to take when they arise. It allows you to make powerful decisions, which again is going to guarantee that you meet the person that you want. Another thought that you might think is, I'll be meeting them sooner than I can even imagine. That might make you feel relaxed or it might make you feel excited or it might make you feel hopeful and it's going to allow you to open up to noticing the steps that need to be taken as they become apparent to you. This will guarantee that you meet them sooner than you can imagine because you're open to it. This was also a thought that I thought through my dating experience in 2011 and my dating experience in 2022. In 2012, I remember telling my friends at the start of the year that I was going to meet my partner in the next two weeks. 10 days later, I met him. And then in 2022, I was telling everybody who I met along my travels, I know I'm going to meet him really soon in the next couple of months. And then I did. So this is what happens. We are the creators of our reality. But the trick is you can't be attached to it happening quickly. I knew it was going to happen and so I was relaxed. But if you want it to happen, especially desperately, you're more likely to feel attached. And that's where we start stepping in our own way and we don't notice the opportunities as they arise. We become really stringent. Everything becomes urgent. We only do it in the way that we think we should. And we're not truly open to the unfolding of the how, which is the very piece that we need to leave up to the universe because the universe is going to do its magic as long as you focus on what you want, you trust it's going to happen and you're relaxed because you know that it will happen. These tips that I've shared today, my beautiful friends, are what will help you approach the dating process consciously. This is how you attract the person that you are ready to be in a relationship with. I promise that they are out there, that they are ready to be in a relationship with you and that you can meet them as soon as possible. So, Start with these tips, implement the tips from today's episode, as well as 189 healing from a heartbreak and 191, which was all about consciously single, and then take yourself through these steps as well. And this is going to give you a really good start on the process. Now, if you're ready to go all in on your conscious dating process and you know that you want support so that it can happen as soon as possible, I invite you to check out my conscious relationship coaching program at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. I will take you personally through the process for attracting the person that you desire and creating the relationship that you desire. Stop settling and start creating exactly what you want today. All right, my beautiful friends, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. <music>